What'd you do in Nashville? I went to a show, a conference, an expo, or whatever it is. Oh, for work. Yep. Did fam go? Nope. Just uh, me and a couple guys. Hit up any cool local establishments? Broadway, yep. Oh, Broadway you did the you did Music City Row. Oh. Broadway Street. Saying. Every bar has a, a hopeful Live singer. Live music. And they're good. Literally every bar. Yeah. And they're really good, too. Really good. Yeah. Yep, we went to, they rented out, one one bar got completely rented out, one of the companies rented out the entire bar for the night. Nice. And then we did the Nashville Predators game down there. That was <laughs> awesome. Wings? Against the Wings. Oh, gosh. What are really? the odds? What are, yeah, what are the odds? What are the odds? One in and the Wings beat them. Now the Wings can't win nice. since then. Nice. So no, Nashville is fun. Electric scooters everywhere. I've never been there. Oh, I can't wait. We're going oh, this like, fall. Like, Let's just go rent, there. Like, app, set on it, turn it on. Like, a, like a Razor scooter, but powered? Powered. Dude, I, when I was out in California, Bird. there was like 20 of those in Hollywood. Yeah. Buzzing all. Guys going like 30 miles yeah. an hour down the road on nice. a Razor scooter. And then nice. when, you're, when you're done, you just leave them wherever you're at. You don't I have to lock them up. I didn't know what was no going GPS. on. I've never seen that. They're all over. Every every street corner, Dude, everything. It's crazy to see a Razor scooter going like 30 down there. Are there any mountains near Nashville? Mountains? Yeah. Everywhere. All of Nashville's hills yeah, and mountains. Go, it's this. Why don't we just go Well, ride? Chattanooga's not far from Nashville. You can go Yeah, have to see a couple Nashville. hours. But, yeah, we could go down there and do that trip. We've been talking if about Nashville. Nashville's, if Nashville's sweet. Yeah. Dude, Nashville's awesome. Dude, there's some barbecue down there, too. It's good. Yeah, we hit it up. Oh, Marcus. It'd be better than that Purple Haze the front club. Door. That we, yeah. That <laughs> what was it called? Yeah, front door. Shut the front door. <laughs> Remember when Max that and I got an argument in, in Hatfield when it was like right across the parking lot. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! <laughs> we had like, like multiple rooms night? that we could yeah. go the, the, in. Every the casino. casino room, <laughs> the casino room, the so, nudge master. So Max probably we, was loving it. Every night we had to convince ourselves there was a reason to go there because <sighs> none of us wanted to, but no. we did. I know. <laughs> and we got, Max and I got in a fight about the housing situation in Grand Rapids. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> that started in the hot tub. And yeah. Then carried, oh. carried over. <laughs> I was only like twenty percent trolling on that with him. I was seriously into that a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> dude, Nashville would be sweet. Let's toy around with it. A little let's bit. Little, let's a look lot what's around there. Fun yeah. stuff. How, far, to do. how long does it take to get there? We did it in nine hours. <laughs> No, you that's get, farther than Hatfield. We did. We did. No, it, it's yeah. It was only. Eight you and can half. do it in eight. Well, yeah, we, it's Easy. eight hours of driving. Just we stopped. We stopped in Louisville and ate lunch. I was gonna say yeah. six. No, no. It's six to Louisville. Yeah. Gosh. Well, it's better than the UP. I mean, now I did just talk to a guy who went to the UP and drove around the Keweenaw, mm. and uh, he had some fun on his bike. There's that Devil's yeah. Kettle or what's Devil's Cauldron. Mm-hmm. You jump in like Superior. He said that he found a cabin out in the woods that was not abandoned, but had a sign on there that said, if you have found this cabin, you can stay here for free. No. He took a ton of pictures of it. There's a guest log in there. It said, it's I think for snowmobile season, but yeah. it was like there was bunks in there, 
table, everything was wood, like that's awesome. rustic cabin or whatever. But but that's the kind of like thing. I don't if know. I ever. <laughs> If I ever in the woods and I find a cabin like that, I'm gonna make a sign hanging on there. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's the perfect place to like get killed, right? Like, yeah, like, come stay night, here for free. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, especially every if you're a good-looking girl, you're, like, dead asleep, and somebody's every like night in at the midnight, walls. They look in the. Yeah, no one's in there. Oh, tonight there's someone in there. <laughs> Pretty sketchy. They got a trail cam. Yeah. <laughs> hey. dun, 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 dun. Oh gosh, yeah. There's like. <laughs> Trip wires and they're like, <laughs> oh gosh, I don't think like that. Even though something like that happened to my brother in the Manatee oh, National Forest, I do Forest. think like that. And every time I think of it, I think of Lons running into dude. The dead some, of night. Sometime we're gonna have to have Lons as a guest on this show, and he's gonna have to talk about what happened to him in you the know National the story? Forest. The National Forest. Story? All I know is Lons was threatened with a shotgun. Yeah, Lons was the the guy said, "You got an hour." Otherwise, I'm hunt you like an animal. <laughs> you get out of here, and that's all I'm saying about it right now. <laughs> but sometime we're gonna get the full national forest. Oh gosh! If you don't leave, I will come find you. Well, then he did. Is it like Hunger Games? Shot at my Is brother. It like a little bit like Hunger Games. <clears throat> Purge. Yeah. <laughs> Heard the bullets going hour, over his head. No, no lie. In one hour from now. Oh, that's great. <laughs> all right, let's get this thing going. Uh, as soon as I say that, Kirk Kirk leaves the uh, table. Kirk Kirk, oh. Kirk 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 is left. The cat would like to go out into the four degree temp. I think we are due for, out of the many episodes that we've already recorded and lost due yeah. to that fire. Yeah, um, is an episode on why. Yeah, we never for all wrote- the viewer, the listeners out there who you know are addicted to our show. Sometimes it's just good to get a little bit, you know, you like the what, but what about the why? Yeah. We have three main pillars of our, you know, belief system here at this podcast, and what is what is the why behind them? And so I, um, and those three things are faith, culture, and adventure. adventure. And so let's just start off with adventure. Why do you guys think it's important to talk about that to... Uh, and what do you mean by that? And what are you hoping to do in stirring up uh, adventure talk? I mean, adventure, um, simply for me, there, I mean, there's many facets of adventure, but one is is it, it us talking about it allows people to realize that they can do stuff if they're willing to try it. You know, I mean, I've been told you guys, but I, I signed up for a, this as simple as it sounds, but I'm, I signed up for a, Gravel bike race. How many gravel bike races have I done in my life? Zero. How Over many, the age of seven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many mountain bike races I had done up until last year? Zero, and I did one. I, I think adventure is something that gives you, it just drives you a little bit. Maybe it's more of a, a male thing, or maybe it's just more of what binds us together as well as as friends, but I think adventure just gives you gives you something to try. Do you think adventure is almost like being bilingual in the sense of like, you have this regular language of life that you speak on a regular basis. For sure, then, yeah. yeah. You get better and better at speaking. Yeah. Being fully immersed in this other world of, you know, exciting activity. It is. It, it, it's problem solving. It ignites something in you, yeah. Whether yeah. it's solving a problem, building something, it, taking rides. Uh, it's, 
I mean, it's going to, this is going to end up sounding philosophical, but like it's, it's when like you're all the sentences, you know how they start and end and then you start going off script and that's kind of like, or, you know, where, you know, you're on this road and it's all, it's always the same road. You're going back and forth between two places. And then one day you decide to turn off that road. Like I, for me, it's like, I think that's just what adventure is. It's like, it's an unknown from the normal. No, I think of that. It's philosophical. When we first got our bikes, no, that's literally what happened. Was we yeah. were driving down the road, and you just decided to turn off into the power line. Yeah. In Ada, and on my bike, on your old KLR, and then I went straight over the handlebars. And then <laughs> in the brush, there's this just ravine, and he just went again in slow motion. Back tires up in the air, spinning still. Oh no! I flipped right over the front of that thing. <laughs> The old green The killer. thing that everybody's like, we don't want to do it. We probably won't flip over the handlebars. Like, that's something you do when you're a kid. Like, just be careful. Day one, Kirk does. Yeah. <laughs> Fitting for Kirk. I don't know if I've gone over the handlebars since. Something that happens on adventure. It's not something that happens on a Peloton. Is that how you pronounce it? Peloton. You can't go over the handlebars. No. In place cycle. Paddling <laughs> but going nowhere. It's just a chance. It's just a chance to have an unknown ending. Yeah. yeah. That's what an adventure I like is. That. Because I know generally when I get up and go to work in the day, and I generally know when, you know, I, whatever, eat at home or eat out or do whatever I we do, I know, I generally know, but I think when we talk about adventure, we're talking about putting ourselves in a place where we don't exactly know how it's going to end. Correct. When we go to Hatfield McCoy, we didn't know what that was going to be like. And each day, as a, as a whole, yeah. and then yeah. each day we didn't know we're gonna be pulling a bike back home with a rope, you know, or are we gonna. Well, our last trip, I think it was the last trip we went on, you know, even even at the end, Mitch had that vice throttle grips. cable. Yeah, he had vice grips pulling his throttle cable. Yeah. He's uh, he's pulling the throttle of his motorcycle with his hand to try and negotiate just getting home, you know. Yeah. I, I guess that was the end of the Holton Lake trip. Yeah. But that's adventure. It teaches you something. Something that's missing, I think, in a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I wanna I wanna see people be inspired to exactly. take some risk, take some chances, get out in the world. Um it's a lo- it, it is kinda weird. I think a, I think the major the majority of people have just Instagram vicarious journey and travel and stuff and maybe think I'll never be able maybe because you just are overloaded with pictures from people in (laughs) Bali or something I don't know like you're never gonna be there and look like that and do that or whatever so why try but the reality is there's other things just waiting in your own state to go experience and explore and and figure out uh, Sunday I was wanting to just lay around the house, and I was pretty burned out and tired and just enjoying And Molly said, uh, Ari can get a special prize at school if he takes a walk and takes some pictures and sends them in. And honestly, I didn't feel like it at first, but then I was like, oh, I should go do that. It's my kid, and we should, I should just go. So we, we literally walked out the back door and went down in the woods, and there's a pond back there. We were walking around, and uh, we saw all kinds of cool footprints and uh the sun was coming across the trees that already sat but you could see it on the top anyways 
Um, as we're walking back, I was walking up this thing and I fell in this giant like sinkhole. Like it was crazy. <laughs> Quick sand. I no, Michigan like it was a false sand. a false surface, and I fell through and I caught myself in my arms. I never hit the bottom of it. It's right down here. And I don't know what it is. I don't, it's just a giant hollow space under the ground that I fell into. Have you gone and back to investigate? No, I was, I was scared the crap out of me. Come I on. yelled when I fell. I caught myself in the arms and I quick scurried out because I thought maybe there was an animal like down there. with the string to see how and far down I'll go? I mean, I don't think it's too far down. but yeah. they uh, It might be where the Indian gold is hidden. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is that was in my backyard, basically. Yeah. And, and I could have been sitting in my chair inside and been happy. That's the that's the tension, right? Because you can still be happy and not pursue adventure. But I think when you open up to that unknown to take a walk out there and something crazy happens. Better. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. You know, I love the the tagline of the Wilderness Collective is wilderness makes you better, right? Like I think that's, that's cool. I think that's what their yeah. their like logo says yeah. or whatever. I, I think that's just true. So Something that I think is a good value in this uh, conversation, this ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. else are we talking about? Faith. Why does it play an important role in our lives? And why do we uh, feel it's important to talk about it? And what are what is our hopes that people are going to get out of it by hearing us talk about it? You know, is it going to open up some... You know, is it going to turn someone back who might have been turned away from the, you know, from church or faith in general? Is it, does it help give someone clarity? I mean, I think we can go into it more, but obviously from you guys, but that's what I kind of think of is how do we help? I mean, it's going to help someone in some way and might make some people mad, but at the same time, maybe it'll, it'll open some people's eyes to what, what really faith is. Maybe are we trying to unpack it? Are we trying to just figure it out? I don't know. What do you guys think? I think for me to talk about faith, it's like talking about breathing. Like, I grew up in Christian home. My dad's a preacher. And mom worked at a Christian school, started a Christian organization. And even my dad's, like, attempt to be in the world as a police officer is not a real police. It's a chaplain for the police. Like, it's the Christian version of a police officer. <laughs> and, like, every... I, you know, every paradigm that I have in some way or another leads to God, leads back to, you know, some relationship with God and, and that, uh, I don't know. So for me, it's like, I, I, I'm not cynical about, I'm critical because I'm critical for the quality of air that I'm breathing. Like I'm not, I don't want to tear down any faith, uh, especially Christianity, I want to Unless actually, it's a false faith. I want to be critical in a sense of fighting for something that I really care about. Breathing, in a sense, that air, right, is the religion, is the practice. It's trying to, you know, figure out how to do that. But oftentimes I'm not even thinking about breathing and I'm breathing. And that's kind of a good picture for me of, like, why or how important faith is to me and, and you know, why I want to It's a healthy thing it. to talk about in, in when... Uh, I think it, it's relevant to every single human being on the planet. It, I think there's the idea to push faith into, like, uh, you know, uh, Christianity or uh, religious conversation, but the, the, the guiding beliefs of your life is your faith. 
So if you're an atheist, you have a lot of faith in the idea that there's what? Whatever you're going to tell me is your yeah. guiding. But you have a lot of faith in the idea that there is no higher purpose or no higher being that orders that purpose. Yeah. Like, that requires a lot of faith. I'm not... I'm not I'm not challenging. I'm just I'm just trying to draw out the the reality that everybody has even if you're agnostic and you say I I don't know and I don't care like that is a belief system. Yeah, that is believe a belief system. Yeah. Yes. And so like it's it's just the the idea that talking about faith is for a segment of population I you know I I I don't think that's the the and I think the challenge is that a lot of people feel that way. Even though I think we sit here and we kind of agree everybody has a faith, a lot of people go, well, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not religious. Yeah, I'm not religious, so I'm going to talk about Well, that's a faith. Why aren't you religious? And, and what has led you to that belief? I'm interested in that. And I think right. we should talk from that perspective. Like, everybody has a belief system right. of some sort. And uh, even if you're nihilistic and believe there's no point in anything, it's all just whatever, like, that's a pretty legit, like, that's a pretty intense belief system. Yeah. And it's going to guide a lot of what you do. And it's going to guide a lot of how you listen to me and how you listen to someone else. And and so I think it's just a it's a valid conversation that affects, it's just like you said, Dan, like it, it's the air you breathe. And I think it's that way. That, what I'm just trying to identify is that that's the air everybody breathes. It's just. It's the air. It well, is. I think that that's what I think about God. It's God is the air does not care if I breathe or not, does not care if I hold my breath or not, or how fast I breathe, or if I do it intentionally or not. It's there giving me life, constantly, you know, interacting with my heart and my lungs and my, you know, I, it's just such an important thing to our existence. I, I just think it's such an easy way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think it'll be interesting, too, because for you two, um, having a little bit different... Um, upbringing more directly in the, in the, the Christian faith even. Well, one is, you know, do you guys ever, do you guys ever think about the idea of, I mean, is believing for you guys, is it easier just because of what you know? It's almost like, you know, we're taught the English language, so we speak English, mm-hmm. you know? So do you have to, in your own lives, unpack you know what it means to be a follower of Christ because are you are you you know sometimes I wonder do people get caught up in what just what they they believe what it be what the church has taught them or what their parents taught them and not really realizing that they almost need to kind of like figure out what faith is I think about our kids and we'll kind of segue into all the but I mean probably for Kirk and I obviously because we have older kids and and I wonder like they need to figure out what faith is going to be. Like, what's their faith? Of course, I know the, the the root is obviously believing in Christ and all that. But, like, how do they make it real for their lives? And so I always think about you guys. I think it's something that would be good to talk about. I mean, how do Every you... Every generation has to do that, yeah. Yeah, and, and you growing up with it, you know, it's probably easier to say, yeah, I'm a Christian, or it's easier to believe everything because that's all you've known. But what about that the person who hasn't experienced or has been hurt by it? So I think it'll be good stuff to talk about. Yeah. I mean, the good ways to look at it from different angles. Well, I'm starting up. This Lent starts tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Well, happy Fat Tuesday, everyone. But... Yep. I'm doing atheism for Lynn again. That course, I got a well, couple Peter Rollins, couple college students coming over every week to read through, and they're cornerstone students too, you know. And Ooh. so 
right. Like, I think it's going to be good. It's it's just one of those things where it's designed to help you shed things that you didn't even know needed to be shed or, or actually point out. It's basically a course that um, listens to the greatest critiques of atheists, of Christianity, Crit- critiques atheists like, you know, Marx, Nietzsche, Freud, what did they say Christianity was? And if there any of that is true, and it's true for you, how do you shed some of that stuff in hopes to, by Easter, arrive at something real yeah. and solid and, and alive, you know? Yeah. But everybody has to do that. I mean, every second-generation Christian has to figure that out for themselves, just like the first-generation people do as well. It's just hard for second-generation Christians because you've been told, this is how you breathe. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> After a while, you have to say, I'm a legalist about how to breathe, or I'm going to figure out my own pattern here and and break free of that, you know, and that's just part of the process. It is, and then that runs, that just forces us, whether we want to or not, that forces, and Dan, you're going to be brought into this, you're already being brought into this conversation about our role because we take on more than a personal role, right? We've all we're all married, so we we're now sharing life with somebody. So yeah. that affects yep. other people what we believe. But even more so, once you are responsible, this is such crazy language, but we're responsible for the lives, like you were saying, Josh, <laughs> of these young yeah. people. And man, like Dan Dan's got a, a little girl on the way. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we just found the. The gender out to you guys sound so excited, little gender dude. Reveals. I am like, so excited. You, we hey, were off, excited hey, to cut the cake guys and see the pink inside the cake. Tonight. I was pumped. We were off oh, when, Kirk, Mike, when, when Kirk we found shot out. the bow and arrow at the balloon from 50 yards and it blew up pink. I mean, we were excited. You did a gender reveal for no, we we're like, waiting for you to oh, give us a gender oh, reveal. Oh, I, I was still I thinking on twins. Yeah, like see who could shoot it. But That's what I'm I was saying. gonna or fill your back. T- I was gonna fill your back tire with uh, blue or pink slime, and you had to do a burnout until it popped. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was gonna be twins, so I was excited for a girl. I yeah. wanted twins the whole time, but we knew right from the beginning it was. It sucks. Hey, what were you saying? Right. No, it doesn't <laughs> suck. <laughs> it sucks. Um, no, I'm oh, just it saying. It sucks because the mystery was gone oh. at, at like eight weeks because oh, we yeah. had an early ultrasound and yeah. it was like there's one baby in there. Yeah. I like feeling like maybe. <laughs> Even the other day, somebody was like, hey, you don't know, maybe. I didn't know until my ultrasound and I'm like, really? Maybe I don't know. And Chelsea's like, no, we definitely know. They, we don't have twins. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Come on, just let me live in mystery. <laughs> yeah, no, I that's all. I was just saying, like, uh, it becomes like this crazy, um, because you, you, when, as soon as you have kids, you can't, you, there's no such thing as just saying, like, let them figure, like, you, you teach them how to do everything. Yeah. I mean, like, Family is you're like not a parent. First language, right? Yeah. yeah you, you're not a parent if you, you could, you could say you're going to be as, you know, hands off as you want and let people find their own way. But like that, at some point you'd get arrested because you can't, your kids have to learn how to eat and, and, and clean up. And so, uh, 
your belief system gets brought into that, your way of doing life. So all these things mm-hmm. can get tied. To, it's that's what I like about the three things we chose is that they're all interconnected, yeah. right? Like we we're gonna it's bring an adventure to faith. break out on faith. Yeah, absolutely. And yep. and uh, there's there's an adventurous side to faith, and there's a cultural side to faith. So there's the, so um, all three of these can relate to the other two on the other side from them. So I just think that that's, you know, as we, we have, we're trying to figure it out with our kids mm-hmm. and we're trying to process what our parents did to us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's a big thing. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of other people out trying to figure that out. Both those things. What, what, what our parents did to us. I'm still working we're on doing. it 40 yeah. years later. Yeah. Nice. And, and like two years go by and you're completely, perspective completely changes yeah. on something which is wild I, and i think that happens more in parenting and family issues than mm-hmm. it doesn't i i and it, for me in any other area of life where i will completely flip perspectives and opinions in a short amount of time because all of a sudden it just gets <laughs> smacked in the face with something and it's like well that just means you're you're willing to wrestle and uh you're you got an open perspective on hope life, so which yeah is awesome. What's the last thing we're talking about? Oh, you were kind of leading into that. That was it. <laughs> family. And, and culture. 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 Oh. I mean, why is well. it important to talk about culture? And yeah, I mean, Kirk said it because it's all intertwined. I mean, even though you kind of said, you know, nothing changes more. What? Why are you laughing? I just got one of the three wrong. I, th- I was thinking it was family the whole time, but I knew it isn't. Well, I know it isn't family. Culture, I, family. It's not, not family. My family's are big. Culture, we, we, we can talk when about When we were talking, we one talk of, the, of the first few topics we were talking about with, with culture were family right. issues. Family. So I got, right, I got off track. Okay. You got a lot of good stories with family. That's why. Yeah, no culture, yeah. But I it's, think, yeah, you just said it's it's intertwined um, with, all, with all other subjects. And, I mean... It's important. I mean, it, it, again, with faith, everything. I mean, so much. We're inundated with so much stuff, and I think it's just important to talk about the different aspects. Like you said, family, um, just the stuff that's out there. I mean, it seems like we kind of always get tracked into these different things, and it always touches on cultural issues. You know, whether or not how we're trying to unpack, you know, Christian. Christian religion and what's important, what's not important, and a lot of that comes into play with everything we get, we yeah. see every day. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so it's all around us, and it's stuff that's affecting our next decisions. And yeah, I, I mean, want to be able to to skim through, you know, some of the stuff and get your take on politics and yeah. the way the world's being run and. Um, new stuff that comes down the, the West Michigan Pike and just, you know, like there's a cultural trend, you know, like we were talking about last time of everything needs to be safe. And yeah. like, I want to critique it. I want to talk about that and, and challenge some of the stuff that we just assume and uh, just buy, buy into, ran, mm-hmm. you know, almost seemingly randomly um, and become better and more sharp and, thoughtful yeah it's it's things we fight for every day you know i mean we could be complacent and do nothing or we can kind of fight for whether it be faith family again fighting for adventure just getting out and doing stuff again whatever it might be but 
I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Banksy. Oh. Getting that pa- painting shredded in front of people. You know, did you hear about that? When mm-hmm. somebody, yeah. Somebody as soon it. as the gavel dropped on the bid, the the <laughs> the painting that he that was on auction, as soon as the gavel dropped on the bid and it was sold, uh, they remote, he remotely generated a thing that shredded it right in front of everybody. On the, you can watch the videos of it. <laughs> no way. Only a year ago How many, now. Like, was it a million? Yeah, it was already. A, it was already like a. I think it was a million, one point some. But now, but now, but it stopped like either jammed or it was only programmed to go like two thirds of the way. So then like, all the shreds are hanging down below, but a little piece was left. And they're already saying it's already worth more than I was it was say it's probably worth in the more. first place now. Are you serious? Yeah. He built a shredder. He made a video. Will he like, show himself? Because no, has, has no. No, no one's ever seen him. Well, there's no there's some people out there that got some footage of someone doing a, but. But they don't know if it's really him. Right. But well, maybe it was him. I like to believe it wasn't because then the mystery's still there. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I think what, here's something else that, and there's I think there's probably a lot of other people trying to do this right now because it's a, a big need. So we're not the only ones to realize the need and, and try to do it. But there's I think there's a, a huge need to be able to have conversations on even sensitive subjects without, uh, without having to bring everything else that typically gets joined in with that conversation in with it. If that, uh, that was really kind of clunky how I said that, but um, the ability to talk about something without labeling us as something that brings a whole bunch of other things into the issue. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately and it's a real hang up our, our culture has right now. That is not helping us. It's not helping us that someone says, um, you know, hey, I, I don't I don't think it's healthy. I have a moral objection to like. Um, uh, how about when the Me Too movement came out? They said, hey, people are still innocent until proven guilty, and then somebody would come along and say, well, you're shaming the victim, and yeah, the you know what what problem do you have allowing women to be, you know to say yeah. what they had to say, you know? And it's like, wait a minute, you just took. You just got all that for me to say yeah. that, that our policy is that yeah. people aren't guilty until they're proven guilty. Like, come on. Yeah, Don't yeah. Add all I, the baggage to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like someone wants to say, like, hey, I don't, I got a moral objection to like, uh, to to ending the life of a of an unborn. Yeah. You know, uh, whatever you want to call it. If you want to fight about the name, if it's a baby, or you want to call it something, a fetus, or but like whatever it is. If someone says, "Hey, I just don't think I'm not good with that," like I, but then that's gonna get a whole bunch of people like. But then all of a sudden, you can't be for refugees, or you can't be for women who are struggling and and whatever. You can, but I'm just saying, people people automatically just gonna write you off, or they're gonna put you in a like yeah, this they category. Tag you to a whole bunch of other stuff that might be have nothing to do with. Really but I think you. there's a way. To, to still talk about those things and still have opinions about them and still like and not and and then separate it all yeah and still and still be whatever pro women and pro like uh helping people out in rough situations anti abuse anti uh you know abandonment uh pro refugees pro whatever i just <laughs> like you can't i'm just bringing in but i'm just saying yeah. like there's there's people that want to immediately Lock you up and put we a bow want, on you. Our culture is so polarized that yeah. it's just like, 
one signal that you give that you're on this polar end or that, it, it's like you have to take on everything that's, everything on, that that's side. on that side. Yeah. And it's just, we got to depolarize. We have to find a, a way to, I don't know, separate some stuff out and, and have a civil discourse about it and then and reconstruct our own thing by taking stuff from all different sides and from all different voices and like building in a reasonable place. Yeah. I think that's a good point, Kirk. Yeah. I I would love to try to provide an example of that. At least if it's, at least if it's just one. Like like that we can talk about stuff and it it can show that it we're not as <clears throat> as uh uh I can't think of the right word, but we're not we're not as uh, uh, um, one side. We're not as uh, one dimensional yeah. Yeah. as it yeah. as it typically gets painted to be. So, yeah, I think that that's fun. It's helpful for me, if nothing else, if not for for anyone else. I really value sitting down with you guys, whether yeah. we're well, we're recuperating after a day of riding, or we're at, you know we're just hanging out at a a bar or something like I, I love you're one of my best places to sounding boards for my stupid ideas what so funny you had to say that though I Why? mean yeah you're just hanging out at a bar drinking diet coke drink yeah <laughs> you're gonna give me a hard time about the no I just drink. don't want you getting in trouble yeah. you know what I'm saying uh, I can hang out at that is, that's the exact thing you were just talking about seltzer water yeah it is right. you just like I just one dimensionally me I just did it they're giving me a hard time because I voluntarily Sign. stepped into the Wesleyan denomination and uh, because Forfeit. I did yeah I forfeited Forfeit my my things. my uh Enjoyment of alcoholic beverages, which I do enjoy, but did uh, enjoy. it's been what did 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 should yeah. have been a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I still I think I still would enjoy them if I had one, but it's been a while. Uh, did I say that we set up an email? Uh, I did set up an email for this. If anybody's listening and you have any questions or comments that you uh, want us to answer or address, our Email us steepletownpod at gmail.com. Um, if you guys ever have anything, yeah, shoot you want us anything or want something you want us to talk support, about, we'd be happy to. We got a list of some stuff. We'll probably do a little, we don't have it in front of us, but we'll, we'll do a little talk about some stuff mm-hmm. coming up. And But yeah, if you got some ideas. Yeah. And that's a little bit of uh, what we're thinking and the why behind the what. So. It's great chatting with you all. Shine on, you crazy diamonds.